Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line, your Thursday edition. It is April Fool's Day. Is that right? April Fool's Day. How about that? I'm not going to trick y'all or anything. I, well, I guess the theme of today's show has got to do with some deceit and fooling people. It's, uh, you know, I mean, well, I I'm very interested in what we're talking about today. I, I think it's a fascinating topic, and it's only going to get bigger in the news cycle in the days to come. Um, off the top, Vapor Forge, y'all know the drill. Something's going on with their website. I, I can't get it pulled up, but uh, if you just Google Vapor Forge, it will give you all the information you could possibly need, but they are... Uh, partners with us on this show. If you need to get in touch with them, they're number 205-874-9010-874-9010. And they're right there by Bailey Brothers. Uh, technically, it's called the Bailey Brothers Shops because there's like uh, two or three restaurants. There's Bailey Brothers in the middle, and then there is uh, Vapor Forge right there. So make sure you go and check them out. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. Uh, right over there behind... Windows, and they'll take care of you. Also, I, I don't know. YouTube's kind of weird about when they let us put our video up, and I don't know uh, when y'all will see this video, but for the sake of uh, the fact that I love the crap out of this guy and I want to support him in any way possible, uh, there's an event going on, and I'm going to try to be there. I'm going to swing by in the midst of uh, my chaotic day, uh, an event over in Alabaster at one of the breweries, and it is called Siluria Brewing Company. Am I pronouncing that wrong? It is a event at 7 p.m., Oh, that's at night. That's good. That's good. That's good. I can probably be there longer. I thought it was like a during-the-day deal, which I thought was odd. But if you look here, if you're watching YouTube, Thursday, April 1st, that's today. Um, open mic jam session, all original songwriter. Um, it's going to be hosted by the Chub Father. Y'all know the Chub Father, Will. He is the man. Leland and AJ is going to be there. They're going to be doing the show live there. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a good time. I talked to Will this morning, and he said, uh, make sure you come out here. So I'm going to try to make that happen. Y'all can go to his Facebook page and find that information. Uh, but if you're watching this before um, 7 p.m., make sure you get out there. You can even meet Leland and AJ, who are obviously good people. So make sure that happens. Make sure you do that. I just want to throw that out there real quick before we get too far into this stuff. So there's a story that broke uh, just last night, and it kind of caught me off guard because it's about a guy that uh, I kind of look up to. I think he's a good guy. He's a little off base on some things, but uh, most politicians I don't ever agree 100% with. Um, but this is Matt Gates. Now, Matt Gates is representative out of Florida. You know, he's been uh, controversial at times. Uh, he there was one time when the COVID stuff first started, he started wearing a gas mask to Congress because uh, I guess he had a gut feeling of what this really was about. Uh, and I don't, you know, I, I endorse that. I, I don't change my mind about that. I still think it was funny. 
but apparently uh, last night in the New York Times, a story broke about Matt Gates being investigated by the Justice Department over sex with an underage girl. And even the term sex trafficking has been thrown about. It's a little bizarre, and I'm going to give you a little bit of this New York Times piece because this is solely where this thing came from. This is the only information we have at this point on this case is simply a leak that went to the New York Times who have gotten so, so, so many things wrong in the past. And so take it with a grain of salt, even though it is a very important story. And as you see right here, for those of you watching, um, three journalists were on this story. Representative Matt Gates, Republican of Florida, and all and a close ally of former President Donald Trump. Always got to put that in there. And that's their way of saying this is a horrible person because he used to be a close ally of Donald Trump. Is being investigated by the Justice Department over whether he had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old and paid for her to travel with him, according to three people briefed on the matter. Investigators are examining whether Mr. Gates violated federal sex trafficking laws, the people said. A variety of federal statutes make it illegal to induce someone under 18 to travel over state lines to engage in sex in exchange for money for or something of value. The Justice Department regularly prosecutes such cases, and offenders often receive severe sentences. It was not clear how Mr. Gates met the girl, believed to be 17 at the time of, uh, of encounters about two years ago that investigators are scrutinizing. The investigation was opened in the final months of the Trump administration under Attorney General William Barr. Keep in mind, they're saying under Attorney General William Barr. They want you to read that as William Barr opened the investigation. Not so. Uh, Giving Gates national profile, senior Justice Department officials in Washington, including some appointed by Mr. Trump, were notified of the investigation. The three people said that the examination of Mr. Gates, who is 38 years old, is part of a broader investigation into a political ally of his, a local official in Florida named Joel Greenberg, who was indicted last summer on an array of charges, including sex trafficking of a child and financially supporting people in exchange for sex. Mr. Greenberg, who has since resigned his post as a tax collector in Seminole County, north of Orlando, visited the White House with Mr. Gates in 2019. No charges have been brought up against Mr. Gates, and the extent of his criminal exposure is unclear, as is most of this article. Uh, this, uh, this article is a little longer than I thought, but it's all going to be a bunch of mumbo-jumbo about how Gates is likely guilty because... He's a close ally of Donald Trump. And everybody that is a close ally of Donald Trump is a rapist, a child sex trafficker, and a bigot. We know that. That's the rules. So that hit last night, and everybody kind of took a deep breath. And they're like, whoa, that's a pretty tall accusation. Those are pretty staunch allegations against Matt Gates. Now... It's important to note a few things here, and this is this is where I go face value when assessing a situation like this. Matt Gates is very much hated by the left. We know the FBI and the DOJ is deeply corrupt. 
We used to say it was just corrupt at the top, but I'm not sure that's the case. I think this thing runs, uh, trickles down a lot further than people realize. And extortion in politics is the norm. That's everyday stuff. It is not bizarre to hear some sort of consultant, publicist, congressman, representative be extorted. Not always necessarily for money, but in the sense of, hey, we got a little bit of info on you, and if you don't do X, Y, and Z, we're going to leak it to the Times. Happens all the time. This is, this is why politics is so dirty, and so many people don't realize that. Now, I'm not saying that these things are connected directly to this. I'm just simply letting you know these things actually happen. Like, if you've ever watched the series, uh, what was it, House of Cards? And how scandalous everything that went on in that, because, you know, as the president and all this, how scandalous all that was? That's all almost a mirror image of what goes on in Washington, D.C. It's like a movie. It really is. It's not what you see on TV. It's not what you see on the news. It's completely different. Now, Matt Gates, after this story dropped, decided to go on Tucker Carlson last night and explain himself as to um, what exactly happened and explain his side of the story. Now, I'm not going to do any sort of commentary in between here because I want you guys to watch this in its entirety, about eight minutes long. So, um, just sit back and enjoy it. But it was very interesting for a couple of reasons, and we'll get to that when we get back on the other side of this. But listen to this. Matt Gates last night... I'm sorry, this wasn't last night. This was the night before. So, this was Tuesday night. So, I've got my days mixed up. The New York Times story dropped on Tuesday night, and then Tucker Carlson uh, has Matt Gates on the show that same night, maybe just hours after um, after the story dropped. Here's that audio. Uh, here's that. Uh, here's that episode. Just a couple of hours ago, late this afternoon, the New York Times ran a story saying that Florida Congressman Matt Gates is under federal investigation for playing some role in sex trafficking and potentially having a relationship with a 17-year-old girl. There are very few details in major news outlets tonight about this story. We have no background on it all and not even any very informed questions. Instead, we've invited Congressman Gates on the show to respond to these stories and give us his view of them. Congressman, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, so this is obviously a serious allegation. Tell us what the truth is from your perspective. It is a horrible allegation and it is a lie. The New York Times is running a story that I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman, and that is verifiably false. People can look at my travel records and see that that is not the case. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. On March 16th, my father got a text message demanding a meeting wherein a person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Our family was so troubled by that, we went to the local FBI. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned about this attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which he did with the former Department of Justice official. 
Tonight, I am demanding that the Department of Justice and the FBI release the audio recordings that were made under their supervision and at their direction, which will prove my innocence and that will show that these allegations aren't true. They're merely intended to try to bleed my family out of money. And this former Department of Justice official tomorrow was supposed to be contacted by my father so that specific instructions could be given regarding the wiring of $4.5 million as a down payment on this bribe. I don't think it's a coincidence that tonight, somehow, the New York Times is leaking this information, smearing me and ruining the investigation that would likely result in uh, one of the former colleagues of the current DOJ being brought to justice uh, for trying to extort me and my family. So a, a couple of obvious questions that come to mind, and again, just to restate, this just happened, don't have any other information beyond what we've already said and you have said. Um, who, first of all, who is this Department of Justice former employee who's trying to extort the money from you, you say? His name is David McGee. He was a top official in the leadership in the Northern District of Florida as a prosecutor. He currently works at the Beggs and Lane Law Firm. As a matter of fact, one of the recordings that was made at the FBI and Department of Justice request occurred at that law firm, and the money that was supposed to be paid today that would have shown even more evidence of David McGee's work in this extortion scheme, that was foiled by the New York Times story, and I believe that's why this, uh, this horrible information and these terrible allegations have been used this evening. So you're, and, and I'll get to the investigation in a sec, but, but you're saying that David McGee was motivated by greed. He was trying to extort money from your family. That's his motivation, you're saying. Uh, I know that there was a demand for money in exchange for a commitment that he could make this investigation go away along with his co-conspirators. They even claim to have specific connections inside the Biden White House. Now, I don't know if that's true. They were promising that Joe Biden would pardon me. Obviously, I don't need a pardon. I'm not seeking a pardon. I have not done anything improper or wrong. But what I am troubled by uh, is the real motivation for all of this. You know, just tonight, Ted Lieu, a Democrat, is calling on me to be removed from the House Judiciary Committee. And I believe we are in an era of our politics now, Tucker, where people are smeared to try to take them out of the conversation. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did not do. And so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family. And you know how it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious and awful. But it did not happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You just referred to a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and it, of course, it was, it was not true. I never met the person. Um, but but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst things that can happen. And you do see it a lot. Let's go back to the investigation. You, you say that it, was, uh, that it was or is underway. There was an investigation. What is the basis of that investigation? What is the allegation? Is that really not very clear from these news stories? Yeah, again, I only know what I've read in the New York Times. Uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. And she was actually threatened by the FBI, told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme, 
uh, that she could face trouble. And so I do believe that there are people at the Department of Justice who are trying to smear me, uh, you know, providing for flights uh, and hotel rooms for people that you're dating who are of legal age is not a crime. Uh, and I'm just troubled that the lack of any sort of legitimate investigation into me would then permute, would then convert into this extortion attempt. I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly, but I, I would like to know who. So they're saying there is a 17 year old girl who uh, you had a relationship with. Is that true? And who are they? Who is this girl? What are they talking about, uh, the New York Times? The person doesn't exist. I have not had a relationship with a 17-year-old. That is totally false. The allegation, as I read it in the New York Times, is that I've traveled with some 17-year-old in some relationship. That is false, and records will bear that out to be false. How, how long has this investigation been going on, do you know? I, I don't know. When were you first informed of it? Uh, you know, again, I, I, I really saw this as a deeply troubling challenge for my family on March 16th when people were you know talking about a, a minor and that there were pictures of me with child prostitutes uh, that's obviously false there will be no such pictures because no such thing happened um, but really on March 16th was when this got going from the extortion standpoint so what what happens next? I mean, you, you can see there is this investigation, I guess, a criminal investigation. I'm not quite sure where the sex trafficking part comes in. I don't again, for the fifth time, I don't really understand the story very well. But wh where does it go from here? I mean, you're you've made an allegation against someone by name on the air and accused him of trying to extort millions of dollars from your family. What what happens tomorrow? Well, what was supposed to happen uh, was the transfer of this money that would have implicated the former colleague of these current DOJ officials. But that's obviously not going to happen tomorrow because the New York Times story was leaked in order to quell that investigative effort. So here's what needs to happen next. The FBI and the Department of Justice must release the tapes that are in their possession that were done at their direction. Those tapes will show that I am innocent and that the whole concept of sex charges against me was really just a way to try to bleed my family out of money and probably smear my name because I am a well-known, outspoken conservative. And I guess that's out of style in a lot of parts of the country right now. Matt Gates, I appreciate your coming on tonight. So Thanks for giving me the chance more, to tell more, the truth. More, I appreciate it. Uh, uh, it's a more interesting and complicated story than, than I knew from reading about. Thank you very much. To say the least, that is a, a more complicated story than any of us uh, could have imagined. And there's a lot to digest there. Here is actually, this is Tucker's comments after the interview with Matt Gates. what he had to say about what he had just heard from the representative. You just saw a Matt Gates interview. That was... One of the weirdest interviews I've ever conducted. That story just appeared in the news a couple of hours ago. And on the certainty that there's always more than you read in the newspaper, we immediately called Matt Gates and asked him to come on and tell us more, which, as you saw, he did. I don't think that clarified much, uh, but it certainly showed this is a deeply interesting story, and we'll be, we'll be following it. Yeah, <laughs> deeply interesting, to say the least. Um, so what you heard there was Matt Gates saying he's being accused really right now publicly just by the New York Times 
of of carrying on this relationship with a 17-year-old girl, a sexual relationship, and then also a scattering of child trafficking or something like that um, that the FBI was investigating, as you heard from the New York Times article, about a broader uh, investigation, and people around him have been threatened, and then apparently... There was an extortion with this guy by the name of David McGee, $25 million. He works within the FBI or on a state level in Florida. Um, But Matt Gates notes that he and his father were working with the FBI on this extortion case that his dad was being wired, that they have audio and all this other stuff, and he's demanding the FBI release it. Seems like if that was not true that Matt Gates wouldn't be calling for it and naming this David McGee guy by name. Uh, but there is somebody within the department that is leaking this information, very vague information, about an investigation of some sort of uh, predatory, predatory actions on the part of Matt Gates. It was a bizarre interview, I think. I, I feel like Matt Gates explained himself the best he could. There were parts where you're like, oh, this is weird. When he brought up when he brought up a girl that Tucker met. He now he didn't say that that was an underage girl. He just said it was a friend of them and, and she was threatened by the FBI saying if you don't tell us he's doing this, blah blah blah. Um but it's important to note is this story unfolds to know that there is corruption that is much deeper within the FBI than I think anybody understands. It is deep, deep. It is not just the top. It's not just James Comey. It's not just uh, uh, James Clapper. It's not just the, the, the top Obama people that got to stick around and literally tried to take down a duly elected president. It is much deeper than that it is career officials that in their case may be dealing with the same extortion situation may have things from their past where other people with political agendas are holding it over their head and saying hey you better kick this investigation off you better leak this to the new york times you better do this you better do that and using that kind of stuff to get back at their enemies now, I'm not declaring Matt Gates innocent of these charges, but I'm certainly not declaring him guilty or even looking guilty at this point because I do not trust the New York Times. I do not trust these FBI officials that are, are, are apparently unprofessional enough to leak this information to the New York Times. It does come off on its face as a smear, and it'll be interesting to find out. The problem is, is you're dealing with some very powerful people. And Matt Gates, from what I know about him, goes out there and does what he thinks is the right thing. And when you do that, in the realm of politics in the United States, and really anywhere in the world, you risk everything. I don't put politicians on a pedestal. I don't think they're the greatest people in the world. But it is important to understand the risk that they put on themselves and their family when they enter this world of politics and decide not to play by the rules. Biggest example, Donald J. Trump. 
Look at what he sacrificed to go in and do what he believed was right. He sacrificed everything. He's out of office and they're coming after him trying to throw him in prison. Coming after his family. Matt Gates is getting a little taste of that right now as well. And that's the way the game's played. It's dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty game. And people get ruined. People even get killed over this stuff. It's like white-collar cartel business. It really is. So we'll watch it. See what happens. It's it's absolutely fascinating with a lot of twists and turns. And, and there is uh, absolutely no telling where this thing is going to end up. Just take the New York Times with a uh, with a grain of salt. That's all I know to tell you. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to watch this video. Share it, comment, like, do all the things, and help us get the word out about this show. We'll be here Friday with a new Friday night live episode. Would love for you guys to join us, hang out with us, ask questions. We just kind of BS and talk about whatever. It's on YouTube.com slash Over the Line. If you don't already know, and we start that thing sometime around 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Friday night. So make sure you join us. Until next time, see you, cool.